Hi, welcome to episode 28 of the American Coin Op podcast, diving into diversification. I'm your host, Bruce Beggs. Our episode today will look at revenue producers that best complement a vended laundry business. My guest is Brendan Restaino, sales manager for Yankee Equipment, a wholesale distributor based in Barrington, New Hampshire. The business started by his father, Ted, in 1988, covers New England, upstate New York, and central Pennsylvania. A 2003 graduate of Salve Regina University, Brendan went to work in Yankee Service Department. He stepped away for a time to work in the financial industry, but then returned to Yankee, this time in sales, where he was promoted to sales manager in 2014. He has since obtained his MBA from the Barney School of Business at the University of Hartford. Brendan resides in Connecticut with his wife, Christina, and their three children. Away from work, he enjoys golf, cooking, reading, and spending time with his family. Hi, Brendan. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Great to be here with you. Looking forward to it. In talking about diversification for today's podcast, we'll be looking at extra profit centers. Generally, why would an owner of a self-service laundry choose to add other services? What ends up happening in the course of all businesses and the vended laundry is no different, they plateau in the, in the vended laundry. They will then look at reducing revenue. Maybe they reduce the water levels in the machines or uh, looking at the temperatures in the dryers. And then they say, well, how can I, of cut costs, how can I raise revenue? And that's why they start looking at the extra profit centers that to help raise revenue from their current customers. Can you list some of the extra profit centers that you've seen store owners pursue during your time in the industry? Oh, I've seen quite a few. I've seen everything from check cashing businesses and bill pay. I have seen internet cafes to some stores being a lottery center. People come in, they start doing their laundry, and they will start uh, selling scratch tickets. I've seen video games, vending machines. It's quite an extensive list, and it varies from region to region. I've seen car wash equipment, vacuums, armor all wipes being sold. The main thing that people look for is what do my customers want? Right, and, and regarding that, you know, before deciding to add a service, how important is it for the laundry owner to speak with customers and gauge their interest? This is the most important thing. You don't want to add an extra revenue center that's not going to generate revenue. So when you decide, I want to add whatever service it is you think of, talk to your customers, not just one or two, but a diverse group of them. Talk to people on a Monday, talk to them on a Thursday, talk to them on a Saturday. People become creatures of habit and they'll come to the laundromat on the same day. So you'll be able to get a wide variety of opinions on what your idea may be, and then you'll be able to implement it from there. But this is by far 100% the most important thing is to gauge customer insight, because if you don't, it may not be the right idea for your laundromat. What kinds of considerations might there be from a financial standpoint, you know, in terms of an initial investment and then ongoing operating costs for weighing the potential return on investment or ROI? So depending on what you decide to do really depends on what your upfront cost would be. Maybe you don't, you sell little boxes of soap and you want to sell bigger bottles of soap. This requires a different vending machine that costs more money. What's your ROI going to be on something like that? 
The other thing that you should really look for before you invest in the time is how long am I going to have to pay that money back? If I have to buy a machine to help generate revenue, is it going to take me two years, four years, eight years? The other thing that's very important as you look into that is, are there other ways to do this without spending as much revenue? There are some companies out there that will say, we'll put this machine in, we'll split the proceeds with you, no upfront cost to you. Does that work for you? Some people say this is great, other people don't like it as much. So before you decide to do anything, looking at what it's gonna cost you, your ROI is very important because of those reasons. There might be an issue of, of control as well, right? I have seen this throughout traveling is that some places will add, maybe it's a wash dry fold, maybe it's a vending machine, maybe it's car vacuums, and they end up giving that control to someone else. They're renting the space so someone can run the wash dry fold. They're doing a route split on the vending machine. And 100%, if you are in that market, you do lose control. And when you're trying to be in a customer-centric environment, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that your customers are being taken care of. So if the vending machine's broke, is this company going to come out and fix it right away? If this individual is doing wash-dry fold and they start staining shirts or they're not doing the quality, is that going to reflect poorly on your business? So you really got to ask yourself, do I want to relinquish the control in this case to someone else? From a management standpoint or administrative standpoint, should the added service be treated as its own business or does it simply just become another part of the laundry at large? It really depends, just like we were talking about, on how you want to run your business. Most people like that control. They like to have that ability to make sure the quality is up to their standards, that the machines are running the way they want. And other times, people say, I really don't have the time to invest in this, but I want to add it. So I'm going to allow someone else to do the business for me. So it's really a question of what your business strategy is in your laundromat to be able to say, is this the right move for me? Most of the time, I say to people, what's best for you? And then we back into how you want to manage it. Adding vending machines, you mentioned vending machines earlier. Adding vending machines or an ATM seems like it would be a low impact choice for a laundry interested in an additional revenue stream. What do you think about that? The ATMs are always funny to me. As you look in the industry now, more people are adding credit and debit card or maybe their card systems in their vended laundry. So the ATM may not be as robust of a profit center. However, if they don't want to take the expense of adding those other ancillary pieces to the laundromat, it's a good choice. The vending machine is always the best synergy in the laundromat. A family's in there doing their laundry. I have the kids, I, or I'm hungry, I wanna add a snack machine, a soda machine. We have customers who say water is their number one seller hmm. in a vending machine. So vending in the laundromat makes a lot of sense. When we owned laundromats, we always had a Pepsi machine. And that was my favorite job was stocking it because it was <laughs> fell to the top. This can didn't fit, I got it for myself. And so, you know, as the owners get in, it's a great way also to teach your children a little bit about the business and 
starting on the vending machine. So when we open laundromats, we always recommend putting a vending machine in. Uh, you mentioned wash dry fold earlier. You know, that's an extra profit center that's growing in popularity. How might adding this service impact a laundry in terms of operations, a labor, space, you know, whatever? If you go from an unattended store and now you're thinking of adding wash dry fold, it does add a dimension. You have employees now that will process the laundry. You have to ramp yourself up, you need a scale to be able to weigh the items. You need to develop a process to take the clothes in, be able to process them and get them back to the customer. What are you going to charge? What does the market demand? So there's a lot of research that goes into it beforehand. Once it's implemented, the best advice I could give to people is focus on the quality. If you're doing a fantastic job taking care of people's clothes, they're going to keep coming back. If they have a bad experience, it's very easy now for people to go on to Facebook or Twitter or any of the social media platforms and say, this was a bad experience. They may not translate that into the wash dry fold. So now it's a negative impact on your business. So you got to take a lot of time up front to plan and implement before you go ahead with it. Because if you don't, it could backfire on you. A natural progression from wash dry fold is taking on commercial accounts. Uh, doing laundry for other businesses and organizations. What unique conditions might this added service present to a laundry? Well, in the regular wash dry fold, people walk into your laundromat, they hand you their basket of clothes, and they come back a day or two later and they pick it up. When you get to commercial accounts, typically what happens is now you're creating a route in the laundromat. You are putting a van or a truck on the road with an individual who goes around, will pick up towels or sheets from a massage place, a gym, and now you're transporting them back to be able to process them. It, so you add the dimension of not only the driver, but also the transportation costs. And also you want to make sure that you have the capacity of machines to be able to process all the commercial accounts in a timely manner and get it right back to them. They typically don't want to wait a day or two to get back the towels for the gym or for the hair, hair salon or anything of that nature. And to wrap up today's episode, uh, Brendan, can you offer any final comments or tips uh, for those listeners who might be thinking about adding an extra profit center? Before you add any extra profit center, I would listen to this podcast first with all these great ideas, but talk to your inner circle about your ideas. Talk to your customers Go on the web forums, look at what people are doing. There are so many great ideas out there that may be something out there that you haven't thought of. And then you can take that back to your customers and implement it that way. Make sure you do the due diligence up front. And if you do that up front, you'll be successful in the future. Brendan Restaino is the sales manager for distributor Yankee Equipment. Brendan, thank you for being my guest on this episode of the American Coin Op Podcast. Thank you. The American Coin Op Podcast is produced by American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. Music is written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. Our podcasts are available free at our website, AmericanCoinOp.com, and you can consult our weekly e-newsletter called The Wire to learn about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcasts. 
along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Coin Op Podcast, this is Bruce Beggs saying your cycle is up.